Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Bud, where we speak with entrepreneurs, investors, thought leaders, researchers, advocates, and policymakers who are finding new and exciting ways for cannabis to positively impact business, society, and culture. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeldt. Are you a CEO looking to scale your company faster and easier? Check out Thrive Roundtable. Thrive combines a moderated peer group mastermind, expert one-on-one coaching, access to proven growth tools, and a 24-7 support community. Created by Inc. award-winning CEO and certified scaling-up business coach Bruce Eckfeldt, Thrive will help you grow your business more quickly and with less drama. For details on the program, visit Eckfeldt.com slash thrive. That's E-C-K-F-E-L-D-T dot com slash thrive. Welcome, everyone. This is Thinking Outside the Bud. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. And our guest today is John White. He is a partner and vice president of business development for Paragon Payroll. We're going to talk to him a little bit about what's going on in the cannabis space in terms of understanding how to handle payroll, how to really deal with customer, excuse me, client employee engagement, how to really bring the tools to bear, the systems to bear, the process to bear, to make sure that you're managing your team, managing your staff, managing your people well. An important part of the cannabis industry, like we have seen so much growth and and so much kind of uh, change in the market that I know that, uh, you know, growing companies, this can often be a real headache and a real uh, problem for them, getting people on board, onboarded, uh, efficiently and quickly. And obviously with all the kind of federal regulations and legality and state regulations and everything, this becomes quite complicated as well. So it's really important, I think, to know the cannabis space in this area. And um, I've seen a lot of companies kind of try to work in this space and I know it's a challenge. So I'm 
excited to talk with John a little bit about how they've approached it and the success that they've had. So with that, John, welcome to the program. Yeah, Bruce, thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. so let's talk a little bit about background and how you got into the cannabis space, and then we can kind of understand what you're doing in cannabis, kind of the services you're offering, how you're helping cannabis companies. But let's understand the background. Tell us about Peregrine and how cannabis came to be one of your core areas. Yeah, absolutely. I think I was originally drawn to Paragon because of our willingness to support the cannabis industry, and really it primarily stemmed from seeing that Paragon wanted to help entrepreneurs get into the space and and really succeed and have access to tools that non-cannabis company entrepreneurs had access to. Mm-hmm. Um, so in college, I was entrepreneurial, you know, ran t-shirt businesses um, <laughs> to, to make beer money and, uh, <laughs> yep. and that kind of thing and uh, pay for spring break, all that good stuff. And then, you know, got a job outside of college. But then just, just a year after that, ended up starting a real estate investment company kind of during the time when everybody was doing it. It was a really good experience to have that sort of entrepreneurial endeavor at that age and have a business. And we ended up kind of getting sunk just like a lot of people. Um, <laughs> Learning <laughs> experiences, we like to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I wouldn't take it back. It's helped me kind of, especially here here with Paragon. But it was just a really cool experience. And then was was doing some other kind of entrepreneurial things, but realized that I needed to get a real job <laughs> and was, uh, was fortunate enough to get introduced into a company in the HR software space in 2010. Ironically, we were a background screening and drug testing company. I think some of my, my cannabis uh, industry <laughs> friends laugh at that. Yeah. Um, I always like to say when I mention that we, we weren't, uh, you know, selling drug testing so people could bust people who smoked marijuana. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, more more angled towards uh, those safety sensitive positions. You know, you got a forklift driver that, you know, you don't want them under the influence of anything. But um, yeah, but 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 we were, you know, brought onto that company and we were able to grow that in about six years, about tenfold. And I was fortunate enough to be to be kind of given an entrepreneurial role to help to help grow that. And so. We got bought. I realized that, you know, at that point after we got bought, I really don't like bosses. Um, <laughs> and uh, we like to say unemployable. I'm unemployable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I'm back in another position where definitely employed, but I'm you know, sort of given yeah. free reign to act as an entrepreneur. So yeah. I say all that just to say that when I was approached by Paragon and looking at the space in the industry, they supported, you know, I saw that they're openly supporting cannabis offering full money movement across the country, which is which was pretty rare, and seeing that they're really help, trying to help these entrepreneurs grow. So, you know, at the time I supported cannabis, didn't know a whole lot about it, but I was really drawn to the fact that we were, we were supporting entrepreneurs. And then since have learned a lot about cannabis and it's been a great experience. Yeah, I'm always curious. I mean, I think there's um, a lot of folks that kind of are outside the cannabis space that are in, you know, ancillary sort of businesses or related businesses and they kind of look into cannabis and say, ooh, that that looks fun, that looks sexy, let's let's get into cannabis. And then, and then, they, and then they kind of get into it and they, they have a second thought. What are some of the things that I guess you learned or that you, I guess one of the things you knew you were going to have to do or, or have to kind of flex around or change the way you do things to be able to operate in cannabis, and one of the things you didn't know you were going to have to do that came up as you went. I mean, tell us a little bit of the insight and how that process went for you. Yeah, I think, I mean, one of the biggest things that, that we knew we had to do was lock down great banking partners that were going to yeah. allow us to support 
these clients and help them act as if, again, they were in any other industry. So banking partners that are able to provide full money movement. So, you know, doing direct deposit across the country, you know, paying agencies for wage garnishments through ACH. So, you know, people aren't paying cash or having these crazy workarounds in place. So I think those are, that's what we knew we had to do and we've, we've successfully done. I think You know, what we didn't necessarily know, I wouldn't say that we didn't know, but I think what we've realized is the, a lot of our cannabis clients and even clients outside of cannabis, a lot of our client cannabis clients, you know, we knew how fast the growth was, but I don't think we realized really the full extent of how fast these companies are growing and the amount of support they need. Now we're fortunate that we're kind of a small, nimble concierge type payroll company. So we're able to be super proactive, but I think that was we didn't quite realize that initially, but absolutely adjusted and, and been able to put ourselves in a position to just be a really good partner for these fast-growing organizations. Yeah. And what are some of the challenges that they run into when they're growing quickly? Because I think normally everyone would see that as, hey, that's great, right? More, more revenues, <laughs> more business, grow, grow, grow as fast as you can. That's all good. But where does where do the wheels start to shake a little bit and potentially come off the cart if you're not careful? Yeah. Let's see. Where do I begin? <laughs> I think I think the first thing that comes to mind And again, it's with any really fast growing company. I think it's with your people. I think first of all, you're not, you're not looking to spend a ton of money. So you might not bring on a 20 year experienced HR person. So the HR processes that they have in place might be a little bit lagging behind. And so that can be challenging for these companies as they grow really fast. So they need partners like Paragon. And and Paragon, we've also, we've built a great network of other providers in the space from HR consultants, attorneys, CPAs, insurance providers, all that have years of experience working in cannabis. So while we might not be experts in all those spaces, we're able to help those clients that they might not know. For example, we'll refer HR consulting to a lot of these clients because um, a lot of times if people put into an HR position that might not quite have that experience. Mm-hmm. So that, that's definitely a challenge for some of these companies. You know, they want to stay lean in that HR space, um, but it can be tough if they don't have a partner that's that's helping them grow and connecting them to the to the. Right like what kind of stuff? I mean, is there... Um I'm just kind of curious, like what kind of situations you've run into or, or challenges that you either clients or, or companies that you know of have had when they're growing quickly and they don't invest on the HR stuff. Like what happens? Like where where do the things start to crack? Yeah, I think it, a lot of it can even be just around around hiring. Yeah. It, it can be difficult to if you don't have experience in hiring people, obviously that can be a huge challenge. And so it's just have, hiring the wrong, like hire, making bad hires. Like you could make bad them. hires, yeah. and then you might also not have the tools and processes in place to keep up with with the hiring requirements. So that that can definitely be one thing. And then there's there's more tactical things like getting your handbooks in place and making yeah. sure that those those are staying up to date in the different cities and states that you're in. And it's not necessarily that the client should know what all of those requirements are, but just knowing that there are those things out there to know to ask those questions. So the hiring and keeping up with different regulations that are out there, those are the things that can be definitely be a challenge. Yeah, I mean, I, I know there's a lot of things that come up depending on how, you know, how big you are as a company and when you start crossing certain numbers or you are having multiple locations and things like that, that I think a lot of companies aren't aware of. Or certainly if, if you're a early stage company growing quickly, it's like not on the top of your list. To, you know, mm-hmm. to remember that like once you hit 50 people, then you need this policy in place or you need to start offering this kind of benefit or, you know, you need to have this kind of time off or you need to track things in this way or are they exempt employees? 
employees or non-exempt employees. And what does that mean? Like, there's all this stuff that starts coming up. I mean, I've having founded and run a business and scaled a business, yes. I, I know firsthand. But unfortunately, I find that most people find out too late. <laughs> right? yeah, like, most sure. people find out when they get a problem, they get a lawsuit or they get something in the mail. Yeah, and, you know, different requirements for how much PTO and, and sick yeah. time off in the different states that you're in. You might have locations in California, but then also Texas, and there's going to be, well, probably not Texas, but but other other more conservative states. Yeah, well, Nevada, you've got a Nevada and California. Yeah, exactly. So, And in terms of the hiring process, because I know that you know, talent ends up becoming such a big issue for most of these companies. Like, how do I find the right people? How do I define my roles? How do I make sure I'm getting the best possible people for the prices that I'm, you know, kind of the salaries and the compensation levels that I'm willing to pay? Talk to me a little bit about how how companies can, you know, leverage tools, leverage process to make sure that they're getting, you know, the best possible people for the money they're spending. Yeah, I mean, frankly, I'm a huge proponent in in outsourcing. Obviously, we've got the software tools for people to leverage, but I'm a huge proponent of outsourcing to people that can help you with hiring, whether it's a recruiting company or an HR consulting company. Because when you're growing that fast, let those those experts kind lead the way in in handling all of the hiring. I think real high level, we offer the tools to help companies do that. We're not going to be the ones that are looking out and helping them hire. That's where, again, I'll bring in our our partners to say, hey, you need to talk to this company because they're going to be able to help you. At least it might even just be putting hiring processes in place so that things are more streamlined. Um, But again, also outsourcing the, the actual recruiting. So again, these businesses can spend their time on doing what they're good at versus spending their time trying to find the right people. I see so many companies, you know, either you know spend a lot of time and energy trying to hire. You know, whether it's you know posting and fielding uh, resumes and sorting through them and interviewing. I mean, they just waste a huge amount of time on that, both energy and time. It takes them a long time, and they spend a lot of, of you know energy on it. But then you know they make a bad hire, and if if you're an early stage company, a bad hire can be really really expensive. So tell me a little bit about uh, on the banking side, because I know that, you know, the big challenge in cannabis is that we're dealing with all this federal that is still federally illegal. And, you know, that causes complications. What have you had to do to really make the payroll process work on the banking side to make sure that you can actually move move the funds and do what you need to on the on the payroll side? Yeah, yeah. I think the first step that was important is just the fact in general that we're a cannabis-friendly organization. Our owners are cannabis-friendly. 2014, when we got in the space, our CEO worked in the space or lived in Colorado. So getting into the space, especially at that time, there is risk involved. And so it's it's taking that calculated risk of getting involved. But then we also needed banking partners that were willing to actually transfer the funds across the country. So it took us a while to find those banking partners that were going to be open to working in the space and not putting crazy restrictions what we're able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we see that there are other payroll companies that will get into the industry, but, you know, they, they may say they fully support it, but they're not necessarily willing to direct deposit across state lines, or maybe they're only going to send physical checks or, or things like that. So the, the other thing that was important is we wanted a banking partner that did a really good job of vetting clients. And, you know, we work with our banks in accordance to kind of the FinCEN, BSA, mm-hmm. Cool Memo, those those different requirements, making sure that they're obviously doing the, the right steps to kind of vet their clients. But on the other hand, we have a process as well on our side. We want to make sure that we're, we're vetting our clients. We'll run them through an OFAC check, Secretary of State mm-hmm. um, search, and a background check. And that also helps our banks feel comfortable 
that we're doing what we can to sort of you know know our client and, and know know what we're getting into with with the relationship. Yeah. So, but it just really stems in the willingness to jump into the space and you know, want to, to support the industry. Yeah. And what kind of things, I mean, I guess, what are you looking for? What are the banks looking for? And what are you looking for in terms of, you know, things that would make it hard to do business or things that would, you know, complicate the payroll and the, the money transfer stuff? Yeah, I think for us, and, and frankly, we're not, we don't really find much often. I mean, if we find something when we're doing our, our searches, it's something serious, like some, you know, previous money laundering case yeah. or money laundering charge. I think the banks, they really want to know kind of source of funds for these companies. So the banks are really doing the, the deep dive yeah. and we're just kind of doing that, that high level check to make sure that there's nothing super serious, again, from like a, a federal crime perspective in the past or anything like that. Yeah. And how does that process work or how to, you know, so you find a client, you then, you do your level of checks and then you would, you know, once once a client is ready to go, then you would have the bank do their level of check. How long does that take? What's the process look like? You know, it's it's a pretty quick check. I think, there, and there's two sides to that. There's there's the the client, you know, establishing their banking relationship with the bank. So so obviously they'll, they'll have their banking relationship in place. Yeah. That's kind of separate from the, the Paragon relationship. That's mm-hmm. much more of an arduous process that can take a number of weeks to a number of months. In terms of, of getting onboarded with Paragon, we simply have them fill out our standard agreement and then a marijuana-related business verification and banking agreement. That MRB agreement is just one page. And really what, what that's saying, and, and our bank wants us to have clients sign that. So it gives them and us the right to, if we see like a huge influx of cash or they're paying an executive a, an absorbative amount of money, it just gives us the right to ask, hey, what's the source of those funds? And that's that's kind of really per the bank's requirements. But from our side, that's a quick process. Um, we get that signed. We do a quick OFAC, OFAC check and Secretary of State listing check in just a few days to, to get that handled. Total time from... You know, when a client wants to, you know, agrees to start the process to when you're up and running and handling all of their payroll process stuff, how long does that take typically? Yeah, it's going to be typically about four to eight weeks, okay. depending on the situation and the different tools that they're leveraging. You know, with some of our, our larger clients, our MSOs operating in multiple states, like one, for example, there's a number of areas that we're helping them with. Yeah. You know, things like uh, their, their timekeeping and scheduling, um, their electronic onboarding process, you know, all of those different areas, you know, they've got 25 EINs. That, that could be a few month, uh, few month process. In, in the other area too, they're, you know, seeing unions step into the space, the space mm, uh, a yeah. little bit more actively, um, working with them to get those collective bargaining agreements to make sure that we're setting up those, those union calculations for them and being able to, uh, to track all that. So those are some of the different things that would, would factor into, uh, into that taking a little bit, uh, a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, just sort of complexity of the situation. And what kind of stuff comes up? I mean, I, I imagine that, you know, things change quickly. You know, a company comes on, is using you, you know, partnering with you on payroll, and, you know, they start to grow and expand. What are the types of things that you end up helping them with or, you know, that, that you get involved with as they grow as it relates to kind of payroll and employees and locations and things like that? Yeah, yeah. So I think the kind of the most glaring example of of where we're helping these these companies as they grow, I think from for organizations, Organizations that are making acquisitions, you know, things go fast um, <laughs> yeah. in the industry. So, 
you know, being there. So they're, when they're bringing on new organizations, helping them, they might give us a week or two to bring over all the employees into the system, bring in all the previous payroll data and being nimble enough to very quickly bring those those people on. And then also helping them with, again, depending on the state they're going into, helping them understand, okay, in this certain state, you need to offer a certain amount of sick time or vacation time, things like that. Uh, and then also a lot of times, we'll again, we'll bring on HR partners to, to help them understand what, what requirements they might need to, to add to their handbook uh, yeah. and, and those kind of things. That's a, that's a big area. The, the other area is, is as these companies grow, a lot of times, you know, the startups are going to start with just payroll. You know, they, they need to get payroll run yeah. legitimately. So we'll get them up with payroll. As they're growing, they might add onboarding. So they're having employees electronically filling out W-2s, I-9s, any custom forms, things like that. They may then, as I mentioned before, implement a scheduling tool so that employees can you know, see their schedules on their phones and clock in and out on their phones, those kind of things. Along those lines, a lot of what we'll do, it's, it's not complex, but it's very important, is make sure that we're setting up tracking for 280E. Yeah. So setting up those job transfers so they can transfer in and out of different jobs that uh, are cost of good goods sold, and then we'll create a, a general general export that they can upload right into their accounting system. So there, there's kind of more of those like tactical things, but then there, there's other more strategic areas as they're growing, such things such as performance and engagement, and even learning management. I think uh, I'll even use Paragon as a good example. We're, we're releasing um, a performance and engagement tool for Paragon and for our clients, which is a tool that it's, it helps companies kind of instill the culture that they're looking for. So for example, Paragon, we are a culture, a feedback organization. This is something that we've been implementing over the past few months where you know instead of talking about someone behind their back and saying, I wish they would have done it a certain way, <laughs> Yeah. Um, really promoting that that face-to-face feedback. And just as an example, this engagement tool is, again, sort of an internal social media, allows individuals to provide feedback to others within the tool, whether it's a supervisor to their employee or colleagues between each other, and then able to take that feedback. And maybe it's there's some sort of constructive criticism aside of that. Take that feedback and then turn that into actually an actionable item. Say, hey, I, you know, you did a great job with this, but maybe you could have handled that situation with the client a different way. Here is a training that that you can take and being able to track all those things. So when you're looking at the cannabis industry, it's you know what kind of of culture do these companies want to create? And then you know this is once they get larger, having these tools to help them really take advantage of the tools to create that, that culture. Yeah. And how much, um, I guess, how much do you get into performance management in terms of actually kind of tracking people's goals and tasks and KPIs and, and things like that? Have you gotten that far down the kind of employee management, employee engagement path? Yeah, we have. We're, so that's, we're actually just releasing our tool, our tool now. And it's powerful allowing for, you know, especially nowadays, the younger people, they want to get that constant feedback. So yeah. there's, there's tools in place for that kind of consistent, constant feedback, as well as those 360 reviews. So maybe they want to see what is, you know, what does their supplier or their partner think of the employee along with their colleague and their supervisor yeah. and, and taking that data and giving you actionable next steps with that data. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah, that's becoming a lot more, more and more of a prevalent conversation for us with, with our clients. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I just I see the whole industry, you know, just becoming more focused on operational excellence and you know making sure that your 
sharpening the axe with your people in terms of, you know, developing their skills and capabilities, investing in folks, you know, making sure that people are, you know, clear on what their objectives are, continuous improvement. I mean, I think for so long, this was just a grow, grow, grow industry. Now, now people are starting to look at, well, actually, no, we need to make money and we need to make sure that we're, you know, doing things the right way and we need to have process in place. So I'm not surprised that this is happening. What are some of the other trends or things you're noticing with customers today, you know, that have kind of evolved over the last months, quarters, uh, in terms of, you know, their needs or what they're focused on or, you know, kind of the conversations that you're having? Yeah, I think with the growth that we're seeing, the big overall theme that I'm seeing, in, and I wouldn't, it's not necessarily within the last couple months, but just, just in general, the overall theme that we're seeing is there's not a lot of good tools out there from an HR perspective for companies to take advantage of. And so when they're really growing, they're struggling, they're seeing, you know, using multiple systems to handle things like, you know, one system for payroll, one for timekeeping, you might have another system for tracking certifications. So, you know, as an example, we've got a delivery company that's growing very fast, able to put all of those things into one platform. And as I mentioned, the certification tracking, you know, they need to make sure that they're drivers have have licenses that are up to date. So all within the, the same system, being able to track expirations uh, on licenses in, in the different training that they need to complete yeah. has been has been huge. So it's really, I mean, it's quite simple. It's there are not enough companies in the space that can offer all of these tools within within one platform. Um, we're, you know, we're seeing some companies emerge, but you know, they've really a lot of times just started for the cannabis industry. And so we're seeing we're seeing a lot of clients come to us who've had their their previous partner have a lot of struggles with tax filing and creating a mess. But we you know we've been in the space in, in payroll since 2007. Again, not just for for cannabis. Um, so, anyways, so it, it's been uh, it's been nice for them to know that they've got a, a trusted partner and they can kind of take their mind off of worrying about oh my gosh is my payroll company going to kick me off? Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, do I have to worry about integrating these different systems? We kind of take those headaches away from them. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any um, examples of kind of the best kind of companies for you or, or the situations that you kind of shine in, in terms of types of cannabis companies that you've worked with and that you help the best? Yeah. Yeah. I think where we can bring the most value, obviously we'll work with a a small single dispensary all the way up to a multi-state operator, vertically integrated organizations. I think where we provide the most value is again, in those fast growing companies that, Hey, they might start, they might just need payroll and kind of some expertise in that space, but they know that they're going to be growing and have a lot more needs from an HR perspective. And again, eliminating that need to go look out for different vendors to support support those different pieces. So I think I think that's where we can provide the most value. But overall, it, it really the stems down to the simplicity of us allowing these companies to take advantage of a service that it's typically been a little bit difficult to get and also not pay through the roof. You know, we treat our cannabis clients like our non-cannabis clients, um, both from a service perspective as well as from a pricing perspective. And frankly, we haven't set up a, a different company to do that. We really want to do everything we can to legitimize, help legitimize the industry. So, yeah. so we treat them the same as, as all, of our, all of our other clients. Yeah. I'm curious when you kind of are looking at your strategic plans and kind of how you're evolving as a business and kind of the, the services and strategies you're using, what are the things that you're looking at from kind of a regulatory point of view or kind of how 
how the industry is going to evolve or, or key changes in the industry that are, are going to impact, you know, kind of how you do business, the things you focus on. What are the kind of things that you see shaping the cannabis industry that, that are going to impact you? Yeah, there's a couple areas that, that really come to mind, and we kind of mentioned those. I think the big thing that is going to become more and more challenging for cannabis companies, especially the larger ones, is just unions getting more and more yeah. involved. It can it can cause a lot of complexities um, from from apparel perspective. Now we're fortunate in the fact that we've been dealing with unions for for 13 years and we're and we're really good at that. So it's it's a lot of these conversations is just kind of letting companies know that we're there for them when these unions come in and and they need to comply. So that's one area is just helping those companies understand that 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 change is going to be coming if it hasn't already. And then I I think it's kind of some some more the 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 softer strategic culture things that we're talking about a lot of times initially that's not going to be a priority it's like we want to get payroll going we want to have a timekeeping system but then once they become more established and really want to promote a culture i think that's another area that's that's going to become more and more prevalent so we're excited that we've recently kind of implemented a tool that can help support them there yeah, I think it's really interesting as some of these companies grow and start to scale kind of the the shift or the the additional areas of focus they need to develop to more than just create a great product, you know, and sell, 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 but really kind of getting the right people, designing the right organization, performance management, as you mentioned, the culture, you know, how do you really instill kind of the cultural behaviors and the, the habits and the practices that you want? So these things end up becoming really important once you start growing and scaling a company, which where a lot of these cannabis businesses are now in the scale up mode. Yeah, That's good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. If people want to find out more about you and Paragon, what's the best way to get that information? Yeah, so I think a couple of ways. One way is they can just email me. It's uh, jwhite at paragonpayroll.com. And then I think the other method is just going to paragonpayroll.com forward slash cannabis. Um, and those are probably the, the two best ways to uh to get a hold of us. Great. I will put, uh, I'll put the links email in the show notes so people can click through and get that. John, this has been a pleasure. Thanks for taking the time today. You know, this is uh, the whole people side of business is fascinating and, you know, and it's more than just getting, you know, getting them paid. It's really, you know, how do you create good process, good, you know, performance management, culture alignment. So I'm excited to see you actually providing that kind of holistic HR uh, solution to folks. And, you know, it's good to talk to you about it and I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, Bruce. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Thinking Outside the Bud with business coach Bruce Eckfeld. To find a full list of podcast episodes, download the tools and worksheets and access other great content. Visit the website at thinkingoutsidethebud.com. And don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter at thinkingoutsidethebud.com forward slash newsletter. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.